Welcome to another episode of The Goth and the Sloth. I'm your sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and uh, discussing our lives going on. And we're taking this first part of our podcast to talk about the COVID-19 pandemic and how it affects your lives, how it affects our lives, and how it affects everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Just like uh, this quote I saw that was like, colonialism affected everything that has ever happened. Ever. It's so true. <laughs> I think it's funny that people kind of forget that. But it's like everything we have is because of colonialism. <laughs> Literally everything. Everything. The way we think. The way everything. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's. I think that's going to be the future. <laughs> everything that's happening now is because of COVID. Oh boy. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so how are you doing this week? I'm good. I, uh, as I just told you right before we started recording. I am very hungry, <laughs> so I can barely think of the past because right now I'm very focused on the present of my stomach. <laughs> That's How are that. you? I'm doing good. You know, busy week, but fun stuff. Yay, fun. And you just had a video. I did. Just put out my video on everything you want to know about X-23. Uh, that's the uh, little girl Wolverine, if you're unaware of who X-23 <laughs> is. That's so funny. After just listening, like watching your video and like all that detail and just now you boiled it down to little girl <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> and that's how she kind of started as girl Wolverine. I mean, totally. Yeah, but just... she is far more than that if you're very curious, yes. Yeah, way more. Like she's a, she has a great story arc. For sure. So. So she anyway. check that out. <laughs> yeah, go check out Matt's video on where can they find it, Matt? Uh, Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. Just search that and you will find me on the YouTubes. That sounds like a song, like a parody of a song. Like search that and you will find me. Anyway, search all right, that let's... and you will find me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into the news. What's going on in the greater Virginia area? Well, um, you know, the numbers are climbing still. It doesn't look like they've accelerated, though. So uh, we have 34,950 cases, uh, 4,145 hospitalizations, and now 1,136 deaths uh, in the state of Virginia. So, yep, just bad in general. <laughs> and we're slowly reopening. I mean... Uh, Richmond delayed, so Richmond will reopen, I think, next weekend. Um, but ever the counties around Richmond and ar- and outside of Northern Virginia have been open, and it just looks like probably business as usual. I'm not really sure. I haven't really been out, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, other than that, though, like, I haven't really been diving in the news a whole lot, but I did see that the CDC guidelines were updated. Um, the Washington Post released an article called CDC Guidelines Released at Last Offer Low-Key Guide to Reopening. And so it's a guide to how to reopen schools, childcare facilities, 
restaurants and mass transit. Um, I haven't really looked at it. It's 60 pages long. <laughs> so. And apparently it only applies to Thor's brother if it's the low-key guide to opening up. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm never saying that word around you ever again. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, so, uh, and then the White House initially shelved it, saying that it was too specific, because we wouldn't want the CDC to be specific about how to reopen safely. (laughs) So, (laughs) and then they got all upset about, like, I guess the restrictions on houses of worship, and I guess that's contentious now. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just... mm. It makes me sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) What about Colorado? So we are at uh, 23,101, sorry, 191 uh, cases, uh, which is 3,000 up from last week. Uh, We're at uh, 4,037 hospitalized, which is only up 300 from the previous week. And we're at, well, so the death toll's kind of interesting. They have now since split it up on my normal page. So um, they now break it up between deaths among cases and deaths due to COVID. And I can't get definitions on what that means. Interesting. So deaths among cases is 1,310. And deaths due to COVID is 1,062. I would have gone with that number... Except last week it was 1,091. So how do did, did we bring people back to life? Is the question. <laughs> Potentially, no. I I mean I'm not sure, but I guess to me it sounds like uh, people who um, perhaps have like a pre-existing condition. And then they get COVID and it's the, you know, if they were healthy, they may not have passed because their pre-existing condition, you know, was exacerbated. something. Yeah. Yeah, um, And it sounds just like more data and they're able to like break out the data sets a bit better. Exactly. Yeah. So So. if you're going with the 1,310, they were up 219 cases from the previous week. Uh, Looking at some of the graphs of the cases, uh, we're having a downward staircase, which is good. <laughs> so we'll drop downward staircase. Yeah. So we'll drop for a few days, and then we'll have a big spike, and then we'll drop, but we'll drop lower than we dropped previously in the last drop, and then we'll have a big spike up, and then so it's potentially moving downwards. So that's always good. Hmm. So like a lowering diagonal staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got really, I had a whole diagram happening in my head as you did that. So don't mind me. Everything's fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're looking at, uh, our governor said, uh, what we can do for dining in policies. And they're kind of talking with health professionals and kind of deciding what that looks like and how do you do that safely. Oh, cool. Okay. So we're trying to open up a little bit more, but we're, you know, taking baby steps to do so. Of course. I mean, I think that's the way it should be. I mean, frankly, I don't think we should be opening up, but I I understand that we need to and we're going to 
you know, with every day that we're closed, there are more and more people in desperate situations and mm-hmm. we don't have a government that's going to help with that. So, yep. um, you know, anyway, it's a thing. <laughs> um, it is a thing. In national news. I came across this uh, article, which is pretty interesting. It came out uh, two days ago uh, on Forbes. It's Navajo Nation has most coronavirus infections per capita in the U.S., beating New York and New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, that's definitely a thing. I can't remember where I was listening. Oh, uh, I I consume podcasts like a crazy person, (laughs) and, um, and so I get them all mixed up sometimes, but, uh, it was Code Switch, uh, which is an NPR podcast, and they were talking about, I don't know if it was exclusively in the Navajo Nation. I Yeah, I don't remember the details, but it was sh- some shocking information. And basically they were saying that in general, life on the reservation is extremely difficult with very little access to health care, mm-hmm. very little access to food. Like that's, those are where the food deserts are in our country. Um, you know, people are not eating as well, so they have bigger health problems, but they don't get very, you know, health care that's supposed to be provided by the federal government. But of course it's just overseen and yep. it's not there. Like it's truly, I mean, I think everybody should take some time and, and research what's going on um, in native populations because it's, you're not going to find it in, you know, mainstream media yeah. except for a blip here and there. Exactly. And it's, there's just so much going on there and so much room for improvement. And honestly, they need advocates just like any of us. Absolutely. So anyway, so yeah, that, we'll yeah just, that's really interesting. Yeah, and a couple numbers on that is uh, they have, uh, for as a Monday, four thousand seventy-one cases with one hundred forty-two deaths, and that marks two point three percent of the population getting the disease, which is over wow. New York's one point eight percent. Wow! And they have more deaths than uh, thirteen states, and they're not even like a state. They're not a recognized state. Right. Oof. Yeah. That's. That's tough. And it's all, at least according to this article, all due to their lacking hospital infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we gave them the real shit end of the stick, historically yeah. speaking. And it's like, who was responsible for that that hospital infrastructure? Oh, the federal government, yeah. you say? <laughs> <laughs> but they always yeah. take care of the natives. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was... Um, one of the striking things from the podcast that I was listening to is that they, the people that were interviewed were explaining that they were really concerned because the, tar- the um, not the targeted population, but the population most at risk is the elderly. Mm-hmm. And in that culture, though, that's their history. Yeah. That's, that's where the, their history lies. And so it's like, if we lose elders, we could lose parts of our past. Mm-hmm. It's just terrifying and depressing and awful, but worth looking into. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's talk about some personal news. What's going on with you, Luna, directly? Um, other than being hungry, <laughs> uh, I've been 
taking some time to create my living space. So I may have mentioned on the podcast before that like my apartment has mostly just been like office working space and bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> There's a living room area, but not really. I mean, I only got a couch like recently. So I don't have anything to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't and I still won't. But um I have been kind of like decorating a little bit more and like getting my art up after living here for like a year <laughs> for almost a year but I think it's um it's something that I've been enjoying doing I think it's bringing everything together it's making the living space a little nicer I don't know it's just been a yeah that should get, nice help little... you get into a better headspace too yeah nice exactly nicer surroundings Exactly. Yeah, I think that even though I won't have a TV for quite some time, um, I will at least have a little bit of, of a space that I enjoy being in. And um, I've been I actually worked out like regularly this past week, Ooh. like on a plan and like been back on my like not my I don't really diet, but, you know, mindful eating. Mm -hmm. um, and so. It's just been like I've just kind of been approaching life a little differently this week. So good, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it sounds great. Yeah, what about you? Uh, so yeah, um, actually, it's been a big week uh, for a lot of stuff for me. Like we previously mentioned, got a video that I've been working on very hard for uh, pretty much the whole pandemic. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> forever <laughs> and it finally got out even though the first attempt to put it out got it blocked by youtube but <laughs> a quick re-edit and a four hour uh four hour uh producing it uh, yeah got it got it up and going and it's running and it's great um it is. the other uh, other great thing is my band was able to meet as a full piece this last wednesday and we got some recording done, and we got a lot of discussions in about how we're going to continue in a post-COVID world. Yay! Some good stuff there, because, you know, uh, honestly, I think we're probably not looking at playing in a bar at least the same way that we w were till next year. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to keep going at that point? And, you know, and even when bars start opening back up, you start having that question of all these bands that are to that get their money from touring and that's their only source of income. They're all going to tour all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have, yeah. So we're going to have two years worth of tours in one year. <laughs> and, oh um, which I mean, it'd be great for fans, but it makes it hard to find a stage. Yeah, sure. And I mean, I, I don't know how great it is for fans because that's going to be a lot, you know, money wise. Yeah trying to support all of your favorite artists yeah <laughs> performing <laughs> go broke just performing right <laughs> or trying to go to concerts <laughs> so yeah we we're talking about doing more an online presence um our jam space opened back up so we can start doing streams again uh we're start Yay. writing we're gonna just kind of focus more on the online aspect as much as we can mm -hmm. and just now's the time to create and record yeah, exactly. Like, just have more material for when things open back up. 
And, you know, we might get, you know, we won't put away playing at bars at any time. If that opens up earlier than we think and we start getting, you know, asked to play again, then we'll go ahead and take that. But what we Mm -hmm. can control, we're going to take the reins and control. Absolutely. That sounds really positive. So, yeah, that was really great. Um, And, yeah, that's most of my local news. Um, I'm still working from home till June 1st. No changes on that, but... From what it sounds like from my boss's boss, is there no rush to get us back in the office? So, uh, that is somewhat comforting, yeah. <laughs> at least <laughs> something. Yeah, because it's a whole. I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not. I don't know, but they're talking about like if you don't have uh, an office with a door, or if you're just in the hallways, you need to be wearing a mask. And if I'm sitting in a cubicle all day and I'm on the phone, it's gonna be kind of hard to communicate through a mask. And over the phone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. So, yeah. No, that's about it for me. So, why don't we jump into our main uh, main meat of this podcast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Podcast sandwich. This podcast sandwich. What are we talking about this week? Oh, I'm so hungry. Um, so, this week, uh, we decided to take a break from all of the horribly depressing, horrific content that we've been (laughs) doing the last two episodes um so we're going to talk about drum roll please wholesome content (laughs) so basically we each took some time to explore the worldwide web um for uplifting stories that are happening in spite of the horror show outside of our windows yes. <laughs> so yeah um would you like to start with sure one? i'll start with a uh easier but really fun one just because it relates to one of my favorite tv shows of all times <laughs> okay so there is uh main meat of the story is Weddings are just one of the effects that have been affected by the coronavirus, with thousands having to postpone their planned nuptials due to social distancing regulations. However, some weddings still take place with the help of the internet. On a very memorable wedding uh, happened this week due to John Krasinski, Jim himself. Yes, on some good news. Yep. Uh, The actor who played Jim from The Office... Surprised two super fans of the show by reuniting with his castmates to marry them over Zoom, with uh, Krasinski officiating the wedding. Yeah, it was so. Have you seen it? Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Oh my god, I was like, uh, it was so moving. It was so good. It, yeah, I couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it's just such a whole, like, literally the most wholesome story I think I found, but still just like, uh, like, you know, just take, you know, some little, some celebrities, sometimes their stories can be a little like self-serving, but it feels like they really just wanted to do what they can do to put smiles on some people's faces. Absolutely. And I definitely know what you mean. I, I avoided um, pulling, you know, this celebrity is giving this much money to this thing. Like, mm-hmm. eh. but I mean, I'm happy that they're doing it, but eh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, as far as like promoting it or, or giving it a bigger voice, it's got a big enough voice, but with this one, yeah, it really flew under the radar. It was just, you know, John Krasinski 
pulling some strings and making this couple's day. And it's because the couple um, had proposed, he proposed to her the same way that Jim proposed to Pam. And mm-hmm. so it was, I mean, it's absolutely wholesome. Definitely highly recommend to everybody. <laughs> and I rewatched that episode where Jim proposed to Oh no, I can't (laughs) handle it. Like that whole situation just, ugh, so heartwarming. Anyway. Yeah. What do you got for us? Uh, So the first one I have is a group of Boston teenagers uh, created a nonprofit to deliver food to the elderly for free. Um, So I thought that that, this was a really amazing story. I'm sure it's not the only one out there, um, but I absolutely love it because I've been thinking about the elderly a lot in this situation and just thinking about the loneliness with no visitors being allowed, um, you know, just being at higher risk, the inability to get around with public transportation being, you know, limited and stuff like that. And it's just been pulling, you know, pulling at the edges of my mind a lot lately. And so... Mm-hmm. When I saw this, I was like, oh, this is so perfect. And <laughs> the group is called a helping elbow. <laughs> so um, so it sounds like, I mean, you know, we can't shake hands right now. <laughs> ah, I get you. I, I assume that's why it's called that. I didn't actually. It's got to be. Either that or they're just maybe helping hand is copyrighted for some reason. <laughs> That could also be it. I I don't know. But yeah, um, I just thought that was really cool, really sweet seeing the younger generation help the older generation. And uh, the impressive part for me is that starting a nonprofit isn't easy. It takes a lot of effort. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of like loops you have to jump through to get the 501c3 designation. And it's it's impressive to me that they took the time to be like, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to create a nonprofit where you have to have a board of directors and officers that are appointed and have legal requirements to complete in order to maintain your organization. Like that's a lot of work for a high schooler. That's really cool. Yeah. That's amazing. The way that's amazing way to spend your downtime from not having to go to school to just you know, see what you can do to help others. That is fantastic. Heck yeah, I love it. Made me makes me really happy. Yeah, well, that's a great story. Yay! Oh, and if you're interested in looking them up, their website is ahelpingelbow.com. All right. Yeah. Uh, along with food, I got one related to food. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is in Edgewater, uh, Chicago. The Edgewater branch of the Chicago Public Library closed several years ago. Uh, for months of renovations of all, uh, for months of reservations, volunteers built dozens of little free library boxes. So if you're unaware of what those are, they're just like little boxes out in the world, and you can put a book in or you can take a book out, and they're just kind of out and free for everyone to share books. Well, uh, now because of COVID, they've uh, transformed them into free pantries. Oh, cool. That's such a great idea. So, yeah, you can just drop off some cans or whatever you have. And, you know, if there's any school kids that need help getting lunches or whatever, you can just go stop by there and, you know, pick up a little bit of food and, you know, no questions asked, no anything. Just drop stuff off or pick stuff off, whatever you need. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so great. I I mean, those pantries are 
exist normally as well, but to take the library boxes, which are probably more frequent, or there are more more of them, mm-hmm. um, and convert them into little pantries is adorable, and I love it, and people are so hungry right now, including me, but for different reasons. I have food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think that that's a beautiful... Yeah, because when you think about it, you know, there's a lot of kids who rely on school foods and school lunches. Absolutely. they're not getting that right now. Yeah, I mean, this isn't one of my stories, but there were bus drivers that were donating their time driving these lunches out to the kids on their routes, like, just to help them get food because they don't usually, I mean, their parents don't plan to feed them at home. Yeah. And they get free lunches through you know, the city program or the state program or whatever it is. So I don't know. It's just, yay, wholesome stories. I'm glad we're yeah. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, these are really nice stories. Yeah. Um, my next one is, uh, it's based on a viral video. So you may have seen it. Okay. Uh, it's a group of neighbors in Detroit having a social distance dance party. Did you see that? I haven't seen that, no. Oh, it's so great. So this woman, the woman who started it, her name is Luana Conway. And she um, she played some music outside and basically everyone danced directly in front of their houses. So <laughs> they were more than six feet apart mm-hmm. and they were all like dancing on their sidewalk. It was so cute. I, <laughs> I love it. It's it. Re- this came out like probably I think it was late. April. No, I don't know. Sometime in April. And I I know the video got shared a lot and uh, I kept seeing it pop up and it just warmed my heart so much. Like it's a, you know, it's a, um, it's a town in Detroit and this neighborhood seems to be primarily black and they're all like outside just like having a good time. And except, you know, the people that live together are obviously closer together mm-hmm. in space, but everyone's separated and like everybody's got a smile on their face and it, it just seems so uplifting to see. And um, and since I've been seeing a lot of similar videos happening since then, it feels to me like it the idea of spread yeah. to other neighborhoods. Like I saw, you know, some um, other folks and, you know, <laughs> I was going to say some rich white ladies doing it. <laughs> but they were i mean (laughs) and it was i mean it's really cute they were all older ladies and they're all like out there dancing and it was really really sweet so i just think that was a really beautiful idea and i love that it got a signal boost and it got out to other people and it helped spread some joy and gave them ideas to for dancing in front of their houses with their neighbors yeah absolutely um that uh the twitch stream from dj slave one that me and you kind of go in in and out of when she does it uh there's a group there that also does a a parking lot dance party where they're all six feet apart and they you know play whatever she's they blast her blast her feed yeah oh that's such a great idea i love that so oh, she's so good by the way yeah. you should totally subscribe to her channel on twitch if you haven't because huh. it's worth it it is definitely worth it what we should do is me and you should get out on our patios when she's doing it and we'll have a 
whatever 3,000 mile apart dance party. <laughs> the biggest dance party ever. Hell yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> oh man. What about you? What's your next one? So th- uh, this is my big one. You got to get your uh, tissues at the ready for this one. Oh no, I don't have any tissues. I have a screwdriver and some scissors and some gloves. Ne- neither <laughs> the gloves might help but i don't know about putting scissors in your eyes try to avoid yeah. that okay <laughs> so this is kind of a reminder that even within covid there's people that are still having regular everyday issues but covid makes it even harder um with the outbreak of uh, covid-19 the majority of hospitals have to enforce no or reduced visitor rules for their health and safety reasons when this uh, uh, this meant uh, Albert Connor couldn't sit with his wife, who's going through chemotherapy for her breast cancer. Uh, this is in Texas. So what he did is he sat outside the window where she can see him, holding up a sign that said, uh, "I can't be with you, but I'm here with you." And thank you to all the staff. Oh my goodness, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that's, oh, I mean, I really, you're, you're right. Like you kind of have to prepare yourself for those stories because I can't think about it too much. Like when I, without crying, I mean, like I think about the people that, I mean, it just can't be with their loved ones during really difficult times. It's, oh man. Yeah. I mean, like your sister who had a baby and she had to, you know, be completely by herself. Yeah, yeah, she she ended up, you know, like I said, she had complications and got rushed into the OR and no one could go with her, nor could we fly out there to see her. Like, it was, ooh, those scary times. But yeah, um, but yeah I but, mean, just he did something that he can still be with her and he still sat outside during the whole treatment. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yay, love prevails. <laughs> So good. So yeah, that that, that was a great story I found. I love that one. Oh, I love it too. Good find. Good find. <laughs> you got any uh, other heart lifting stories? I do. I have one more. Uh so as we know, all sorts of graduations were canceled. So um no graduation for anybody. <laughs> In the <laughs> traditional sense. Obviously you still graduate. You just yeah. don't get to walk across the stage yep. in front of lots of people clapping for you and throw your hat in the air with everybody. <laughs> um, so, therefore, shout out to any of my students that are listening and any friends of mine who graduated. I have quite a few that graduated uh, and but are not able to walk across the stage this month. So, congratulations to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of which, I just got my invitation to my nephew's graduation uh, for this year. So, congratulations, Alex. Oh, yay. Uh, yeah, he doesn't get, again, a, tr- a traditional graduation, but good job. Yeah, yeah. Still a lot of work. Um, and you did the thing. Hooray. Now to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for this story, a Tennessee dad wanted to celebrate his daughter's achievements, so he built a stage for her to walk across as her personal ceremony. And the stage is like, legit it's like this big stage in front of their house um like in front of their garage door and it's well decorated there's a 
there's a backdrop with the college with the university colors there's a podium with the crest on it there's decorative plants and chairs and everything like it's it looks exactly like a graduation stage wow and um and so yeah he held a graduation ceremony for his daughter and it it really like warmed my heart and brought tears to my eyes because i mean it's a really special thing for families of color uh, to have children who graduate from college, um, especially, I mean, if the whole, usually, often, at least, the whole family is working together to help that child get through, um, or unless, you know, in some circumstances it's different, but it's just, a, in this particular family, it looked to be the case. And so it was, um, it was a moment just to see the parent and the student have the moment that's like, you know, either my baby did it or I did it. Thank you, dad. You know, it, yeah. like, it's just, uh. no, that is amazing. <laughs> Although I such a beautiful story. I'll also say it also kind of helps because it, it, that kind of graduation dips out the worst part of graduations in my opinion. That's true. When everyone else's <laughs> name is being read and you're just bored. That's so true. <laughs> I definitely did not walk when I graduated uh, because I was like, nah. <laughs> I got uh, uh, bribed and a little bit forced to go because I actually graduated. Well, I had all my credits done by semester of my senior year, at least in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had to get like dragged back. It's like, I don't want to <laughs> see these people. I left early for a reason. <laughs> and now I just got to sit here and hear everyone's name in alphabetical order. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, I don't know, like pomp and circumstance, there's a place for it and mm-hmm. I love it. And if it's a situation where, you know, it's really iconic, um, then that's awesome. But for me in that particular moment in my life, I was like, just give me the paper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, that's again, my only personal opinion. If you, you know, wanted a graduation and you still, you know, and all that, that's, that's totally awesome. I Absolutely. Just... I will go to any graduation party and scream as loud as humans yep. humanly possible when your name gets called. Like, I'm here for it. But for my personal one, I just wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, those were, those were all my stories. Oh, and that story you could find, I'm sure you could find it other places, but I found it on the BET website. Um, I, honestly, I hadn't seen BET at all. since like middle school (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it popped up on uh on the google on that website so if you're interested you can get more details there that is great so i think we'll move on to uh the next part of our podcast our distractions we talk about what we're distracting ourselves with so we don't have to think about our terrible apocalyptic reality oh my god so true (laughs) and when you said that i heard artist tractions and i was like huh artist tractions interesting (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that portion of the show (laughs) so what are you distracting yourself with this week uh so primarily the great the show the great on hulu oh i heard oh my god l fanning's in that right Mm -hmm. she's great who's that (laughs) dakota fanning's sister Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This show is so good. And it's historical fiction meets 
well-written satire and it is like it is exactly what I love it's everything that I love it's so good and so um I'm not gonna really I won't talk about it because just watch it but uh (laughs) but I I just I'll say that I highly recommend it what's the general premise of it though Oh, it's a uh, it's the story of Catherine the Great. Okay. Um, yeah, and so it's it's satire. It's the same creator as uh, for the favorite, the movie, the favorite. Yep, yep. So same tone, same. You know, it's very similar in that sense. It's just a very different story. Right. And it's got that dude that played the Beast. He was also in the favorite. He played Beast. Oh, in, uh, oh, yeah, Na- uh, Nicholas Holt. Oh my gosh, he is perfect. He plays Peter, and it's just he is so perfect for a role. The writing is excellent. I, it's like it was made for him. He is despicable and stupid, <laughs> and I just want to tear his eyes out. And it's so good, it's so good. Anyway, everybody should watch it. It's it's pretty lighthearted. Like it's. You know, it's history, but it's it's satire, so it's goofy in a tasteful way. Still has heavy punches, to, and just I don't know. It's perfect. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, empty, the new Empathy Test album is out. So Ooh. clearly, I listened to that. Um, and mostly, my the only other distraction is really just live concerts. Like last weekend was Dark Side of the Con online and Terminus. And this weekend it's like um, mecha- Mechanismus. I might be saying that wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, uh, Ravenmore. That may also be wrong. <laughs> Sorry, but by the time this comes out, it'll be over. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But anyway, so that's that's what I've been doing and uh and my partner is performing he performed online last weekend as part of Terminus and he's performing again this weekend. So that's always fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Um even if I can't physically be there to be like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I can be online and be like 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 <laughs> That's the uh Yeah, that's the digital version of, of throwing bottles. <laughs> Throwing bottles? Yeah, you throw bottles at bands you like? Or did I get that wrong this entire time in my life? I mean, is the bottle broken? <laughs> I mean, it is after it lands. No. Just kidding. I don't throw bottles I'm... at bands. Oh, no. I'm more confused. I'm <laughs> more concerned. I have a lot of concern. Anyway, we'll talk about this off pod. <laughs> Anyway, so what are you what are you distracting yourself with? Well, I'm going to almost copy you completely because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also had a show I've been watching that I, it's been incredibly distracting because it is just stupid fun, and that's the Harley Quinn animated series. Oh, really? It is so goofy and just like you don't have to think about it, and as long as you don't take superheroes um, super seriously and you're willing to laugh at them, it's amazing. Oh, good. Yay. That's like ideal Matt content. Yeah. (laughs) Like Bane in it, it's a total play on the Dark Knight Rises version of Bane. So he's got the funny voice. 
<laughs> so he's always like, hey, where'd my chair go? <laughs> And, and actually, this had a great joke about him this episode I just watched before we started, where him and Two Face were teaming up, and since they're teaming up, they got to have a poster that they put out. And oh boy! And the poster was just Two Face, and he's like, "I'm not, I'm not on the poster." <laughs> and he's like, "No, you're right here." And he's like, "No, that's a shadow. I was born in it, but that's definitely not me." Oh, no. oh boy so it, yeah it's absolutely like goofball madness absolutely like you cannot take it seriously like you have to just let any preconceived notion of superheroes just leave it out the door and it just good good funny fun yay well that's great i'm glad you found something that's really been distracting and cheerful and yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, to copy you even more, the new Used album came out. Oh. So I've been rocking that a bunch. Holy crap, new Used? New Used. Whoa, I'm going to have to go buy that. With the greatest name lead singer in the world, Burt McCracken. That is pretty awesome. That's pretty <laughs> epic. So I've been rocking that and then just rocking the used in general, like listening to all their other stuff. And that's been amazing. Oh, man, I'm not sure I'm ready for that time vortex. <laughs> That'll just take me right back and oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like the new album? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, he does a lot more poetic stuff uh, lyrically. Um, but it's also really good, and a lot of uh, team ups with other artists and stuff. Wait a second, too. did you say he does more poetic stuff? His Even lyrics more, have... yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Okay. Like, let me <laughs> uh, let me just bring up. I won't play it, but I'll let me just tell you the name of the first track on the album, and you'll kind of get it. Just looking to say, like that, he's historically been extremely poetic. Yeah. <laughs> So the first, uh, so the album's called uh, Heartwork, and the first track is called Paradise Lost, a poem by John Milton. Oh, okay. But that's not, it's not just him singing the poem, though, but, like, that's just, you know, where they're going. Interesting. Wow. That is the very... art, the art is arting. The art is arting. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, it's been a lot of me doing, um, planning for the band and that's actually been a great distraction if i can think about things to organize and you know make plans within plans and you know that's that's my jam to just like plan out stuff (laughs) it's your jam to jam exactly (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah so that's been a great distraction just being like all right so what can we do and what are other bands that are online only doing and you know, how can we compare and what, you know, what will it take to get us there and stuff like that. And it's been. It's really true. Matt thrives when he plans. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this has all been very difficult on you because it canceled all the plans. Oh, yeah. No, that has been one of the worst parts for me. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, my day to day life hasn't changed too much, but I can't be like, all right, I'm going to do this in July. Like, because maybe that won't happen now. So, like, you can't plan. But this gave me something to plan. (laughs) Yay! Well, I am happy for you. (laughs) I'm over here like, ah, every day is different. That's great. (laughs) But I know that you like 
you like your planning. I it's do. important to you. I get to annoy my band by sending out four calendar invites so I can make sure my calendar has everything we need to do on it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Every time I think that it's like, oh, it's just normal amounts of planning that he likes to do. And then you're like, so are we going to eat lunch at 3 p.m. nine months from now? At this place or this place? And I'm like, whoa. That's <laughs> true. Let's slow down. Uh, Thank you for admitting that that was true. Because accurate. I, I'm just saying, it's not just me. Hey, I was really good last time I came out with you, and I was able to just go with you the were. flow. You were very good, and I tried to be really conscientious and give you different options for what we could do at different times so that you could plan it out in your head. But it, on my end, I was like, I don't know, whenever we get up and we feel hungry, we'll get food. <laughs> <laughs> we found a good happy medium last time I was out there. We did. It was good. So let's uh, get into uh, my favorite part of the podcast and everyone's favorite part. Only in a pandemic. Stories that can only happen during a pandemic. So, only in a pandemic. This week, uh, my story is um, that really only in a pandemic do I consider filming dance videos for the internet. Because, (laughs) and by that I mean like, you know, I'm a dancer. I film videos all the time, and then I decide whether or not I'll post a snippet here or there. That's whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like TikTok level. <laughs> <laughs> I have always looked at it like, okay, I'm never going to do that. That's ridiculous. And then my partner shared this account with me that I don't know what it is, but it's this group of dancers, and they're awesome. And so I was like, oh, maybe we could like play with that. And I would like this week I had a I got like bad news about some dance related stuff in the dance world and just a lot of frustration and stuff. And then I was like, you know what, whatever. And I, I kind of, during my process of bouncing back from it, I was like, but I do have one friend that is, you know, really into like creating and stuff with me. So maybe we'll like create, I haven't actually talked to them about it. Them listening to this podcast may be the first time they're listening hearing about it. <laughs> if this is the first time you're hearing about it, text me. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but like we could work together and like create a video where we like bounce stuff back and forth between the two screens and I can edit it together or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. I've just been having some different ideas about stuff I could do since, um, it's funny how like one rejection kind of turned into like a more creative thinking somehow. Yeah. That's great. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And like what I will say about that is TikTok may seem silly, but it's only, it's only a a platform. You can make it what you want to make. Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, and it will be equally silly. I'm not saying that I'll go on there and be like, (laughs) this is better. Like I'm going to go on there and be like, have some entertaining movement for your eyes yeah that'd be really (laughs) cool and yeah just for fun might i suggest uh putting a leonardo leonardo song in there oh i see (laughs) okay i see how it is we'll 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 talk about it cross promotion (laughs) (laughs) or just do a dance to a song and then just overlay this podcast as the audio instead (laughs) and it'll just look really (laughs) awkward it'd be awesome 
I mean, you can do whatever audio you want, so it could just be like us talking and me just staring at the camera. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. I thought I'd, I'd explore it, and I might explore some new, like, movement that I haven't really, like the, I don't know what to call the dance style, um, but, like, it's a very... I don't know, hip-hop-based sort of movement that I've been playing with, and yeah, I don't know. You might see some new stuff from me, or you might not, and it won't change anything. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? So, uh, this week, only in a pandemic does Brexit news seem surprising. <laughs> so, a little bit of backstory on this is I like my digital assistant on my phone to be British, and, uh, <laughs> On on Android, it's called Bixby, or at least on Samsung. And so I made my Bixby uh, British, and there's an option for a, a Bixby alarm that wakes you up with some nice music, but then gives you the news and the weather. But for some reason, since I set it to British, it does give me my local weather and in the correct temperature, but it gives me all British news. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. And so every morning I wake up to terrible COVID news and how Britain's dealing with COVID and all that. But then uh, earlier this week, one random story was talking about just Brexit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. that is still a thing, isn't it? It sure is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I haven't really thought about Brexit, haven't read about it, haven't anything <laughs> yeah no the news has been kind of so flooded with covid that regular news you don't even think about anymore and maybe it's a bright sign of things switching back that we can have regular news again regular yeah. horrible news <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i mean there there have been some some pretty horrific news stories that have bubbled up to the surface in the states but yeah i haven't really been hearing any like normal horrific stories internationally it's all like is everyone in sweden gonna die uh <laughs> like it's just i mean one truth of the world is sweden will always be fine somehow they have it figured out don't mm. don't know how or why well i mean hmm <laughs> well we'll see we'll see <laughs> we'll see i mean they're gonna be fine for sure but it's just you know everybody took a different path on how they're going to approach the coronavirus and there are pros and cons to all of them and so they are experiencing their cons just like we're experiencing ours and we'll see who is alive at the end <laughs> interesting i might have to look into that because we don't really have time to talk no, about no no but i no, um, but I, uh, I do recommend listening to the most recent Science Versus episode. Okay. Um, and it's about it's about Sweden and coronavirus, so it's only like a thirty minute episode. Um, but it's great. I love Science Versus. Uh, but yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's anyway. end. Let's end this podcast with our hermit level. So on the Leonardo DiCaprio scale, 10 being uh, Howard Hughes in a full shut-in, collecting jars of pee, and oh my. Uh, 1 being the Wolf of Wall Street guy just out running around on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> where where <laughs> are you at on your hermit level this week? Uh, I am a solid eight this week. I just I haven't been talking to anyone ex- um, except for a, a few conversations here. Like I started out the week with a happy hour, and then after that, I just kind of didn't talk to humans. Kind of shut everybody out. Not in a bad way. Just kind of, you know, I think I, I've i been, like I said, I've been like more mindful about what I've been doing this week, more mindful about what I eat, um, trying to make sure I have some sort of physical activity every day. I've been doing yoga again, doing ballet bar a little bit more regularly, just because I feel like I have the mental energy to. And part of that mindfulness has been, you know, mindfully only talking to people when I felt like I could or should so yeah hey it's not a bad thing just being mindful of where you are yeah exactly what about you i think i'm actually way down to a four maybe even this week who even are you right because <laughs> <laughs> yeah ba- all four of uh, the our, us band members got together for a good night uh, i went and saw my parents because it's been uh it was, at that time it was 17 days since i had a possible exposure and Yay. so we got to hang out and play some board games. Um, been chatting with people a lot. So, yeah, I feel feel very socialized and engaged. Yeah, you're very connected to the world. Yeah. Well, that's great. You can connect to the world for me so that I don't have to. <laughs> I'll bring back the news for you. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I'll go to the concerts and I'll see other people in the chat room and I'll be like, yo, but I don't have to like talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine you like back in back in your seat, like tell me of the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like next time you see me and we've like video chat, you're gonna be like, uh, have you taken a shower or done your hair anytime recently? I mean actually would I will that say make that... a difference than normal? Haha. <laughs> I do take showers. Thank you very much. What I don't do is laundry. <laughs> this is true. I almost I got to the point um, this week, yesterday actually, where I was seriously considering ordering underwear on Amazon Prime so that I wouldn't have to do laundry. <laughs> it was, as soon as I got to that point, I was like, I need to take a step back. <laughs> You got an in-unit washer and dryer, don't you? Come on, just I do, do, it's do your right laundry, there. man. I, I, it's so hard to pick up the clothes and take it from one room to that specific room. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but when I am feeling overwhelmed and like, because I, I did go through like a couple waves of like absolute despair sometimes. You know, it happens, yeah. pandemic. <laughs> and, um, and I just... I was I just can't. But today I did. I grabbed some clothes and threw it in the washer and hit the button. It really wasn't that hard, but I mean, man, was it difficult to do earlier this week. <laughs> 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 if I'm the only one in the world that feels that way, so be it. But it's a thing. No, I don't think so. I I've known a lot of people that laundry is the hardest job in the world. So Oh You're my not gosh. Alone. I Usually for me, it's cleaning. It's the kitchen, yeah. like washing dishes. I hate washing dishes, so I do everything I can to not have to use dishes. 
Um, but I've been like super immaculate in the kitchen lately, but the laundry is taking the taking the toll. <laughs> I could see. Yeah, no, mine's the kitchen too. Like I hate dishes. I hate, you know, scrubbing out the the oven when I spill shit and Ugh. Ugh. The worst. Anyway. The worst. <laughs> Anyways, let's wrap this up. Where can people find us on those interwebs? You can find us at Goth and Sloth on Twitter, on Instagram, um, and YouTube, the Goth and the Sloth podcast. Um, yeah. And you can always email us as well if you have any ideas for things you want us to chat about. Um, we are at gothandsloth at gmail.com. And uh, if someone wants to send you a picture of their cat, how, how would they do that on the interwebs? <laughs> uh, you can do that by finding me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Luna underscore Minui. So L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T. And then I will love your cat forever. I'm going to do that right <laughs> now. Hold on. Yay! Give me cat pictures! I know, I saw her licking her asshole back there. <laughs> <laughs> She's excited because that, that chair was uh, not usable for a couple days. <laughs> I, I threw a bunch of crap all over it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my chair is back. Ah, chair is back. I get it. I'm going to tweet at you from R. <gasps> yes! So there we go. Look at... We'll get those, those things, those interactions. All right. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to get a hold of me, I am uh, wizard underscore Matt on Twitter and wizard cosplay on the Instagrams. Uh, as I figure out how to use the Instagrams. You're doing it. I'm getting. I there. saw you. Uh, my <laughs> band is Leonardo Leonardo uh, on SoundCloud. Leonardo Leonardo Band. Um, and you can also find my videos at uh, Matt the Wizard or Matt the Pharaoh Wizard on YouTube. And yeah, I actually have four weeks worth of videos that I put out. So I Woo-hoo. hustled. So there's gonna be new content coming. Yay! Exciting. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Goth and the Sloth. Yay! Have a great week. Well, I guess when you're hearing this, it's not a weekend, but have a great upcoming weekend. I don't know. Have a great whatever is happening when you listen to this. Yes. (laughs) Please wash your hands. And stay home.